Getting Better Healthcare is brought to you in part by Leo Pharma. Every American is acutely aware of the issues surrounding our healthcare system. We know miracles can happen, but we find ourselves bombarded by conflicting information and are uncertain of what and whom we can trust. We have some of the best medical care in the world for those who can afford it. Incredible new drugs that change people's lives but can be very costly. Many of the best doctors the world has ever seen, but not all are perfect. That's why Dr. Steve Feldman created the show, Getting Better Healthcare, to help walk us through the labyrinth, helping us understand how to take better care of ourselves and to better understand the challenges, issues, controversies, and complexities of our healthcare system as it exists and as it could be. For better healthcare and a better healthcare system, listen to the doctor. Now, here's Steve. Welcome to another edition of Getting Better Healthcare on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Dr. Steve Feldman, founder of the DrScore.com physician rating website. Medical care, as we all know, can be very complicated. And sometimes we feel like it would be nice to have somebody, a friend or confidant, who could help us through the process, make sure we're getting all the right answers, make sure we understand what our doctors are saying and what they want us to do. Fortunately... There are such people, trained professionals who can fill in for us, help guide us through the medical care maze. To speak to us about this today, we have Anne Llewellyn, editor-in-chief of Dorlin Healthcare and an expert on patient advocates. Anne, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. I want to talk about patient advocates, but before we get into that, let's just discuss some of the problems with our healthcare system that make it so that having a patient advocate is helpful. Yes. Uh, well, thanks for inviting me today. And yes, the, the healthcare system is very complex and fragmented. And traditionally, n- most people can get through the system fine on their own because they don't. Ha- they are not having complicated medical condition, conditions. It might be a simple simple condition that they can work with their doctor. If they have to be admitted, they get admitted and they, they get discharged and go home and, and without any complications. But for patients who have more complicated conditions, they sometimes have to see numerous physicians. They have to have numerous tests. They might have multiple hospitalizations. And sometimes connecting the dots between physicians and different therapies is very difficult for people. Or even finding if they have a complicated condition and they, no one can figure out what's wrong with them, finding people to help treat them is complicated. So that's where someone might, might look for an advocate to help them navigate the healthcare system, find the best resources, and get the treatment that meets their specific needs. Is um, a part of this related to how we pay for health care in the United States? Sometimes I wonder if, I mean, here I am a physician, and you know I don't even have a good sense sometimes of uh, the billing issues that are involved when I take one of the kids to the doctor. Sure. Well, that's true, too. The billing part is another complication. And um, again, there's specific codes that physicians have to use, that hospitals use, that, are, that help, you know, direct the managed care companies or organizations to pay bills. And it's very difficult for, for a layperson to figure that out. 
Sometimes uh, they might get bills that they have to pay a good portion of, and they're not even sure what the bill's about. It's not like when you go to a department store and buy a dress, that dress is listed on the bill so you know exactly what you bought. Where in hospital billing, it's all in codes that normal lay people don't understand. Even a lot of healthcare professionals, if you're not in the coding business, don't understand that. So, yes, the, the billing can be another issue. And there are uh, advocates that specifically deal with helping people understand their bills. Um, sometimes there's mistakes on bills. There's double billing. There's billing that isn't appropriate. It might be you never even saw that physician or got that treatment. And by understanding the codes, by trying to uh, coordinate what's on the bill to what's on your medical record, that's where a billing advocate can really help um, untangle that. So, so tell me then, what is a patient advocate? A patient advocate is someone who assists the patient in navigating the healthcare system. Traditionally, it can be a nurse, social worker, it could be a behavioral health therapist, depending on the patient's condition or the family's need, who they find. It can also be a physician. Some, of the, some physicians have retired from active practice and have started to move into this patient advocate role. Also, pharmacists. Uh, we interviewed a pharmacist on our website um, who, who really, because they're a frontline worker, they have access to people and see the confusion within the healthcare system. And there are many people who are um, maybe not traditional healthcare professionals, but who have had experience navigating the healthcare system, who have moved into a patient advocate role and uh, who do a good job. But traditionally, it is a healthcare professional who will help the patient or, and their family navigate through the healthcare system. Our guest last week spoke about, I think it was, patient-centered medical homes. Uh-huh. And it sounded like he was describing having a person's, not re- some retired physician fill the role, but the, the, the patient's family doctor provide the service of being a patient advocate as part of being their family doctor. Is, is that th- what the ideal world would have? Well, the patient center medical home really is probably trying to get back to that, and that's why it's called patient-centered fam- medical home, because it really looks at the patient. And that would be the best-case scenario and, and a true role of a physician to help the patient navigate through that healthcare system um, and also, most medical homes have a team of professionals. They may have nurse practitioners working in their um, practice. They may have nurses or case managers working to really assist those patients, um, again, with more complex situations to navigate. So, yeah, I think the patient center medical home is an advocate-focused practice uh, that 99% of the people will would be able to go through. There are still some situations, again, when it's a complex medical condition or, you know, a situation where people need to research resources to help them meet their needs that maybe aren't being met because uh, the medical profession has, we don't really understand what this is. The advocate can, can be there to, again, help with research, make recommendations, try to expedite systems 
so people can get in quicker. So, again, for the people who need that, an advocate, an individual patient advocate can help with that. But the patient-centered medical home is going to move us very much faster into, again, coordinating care for the needs of the individual patient. So that's, that is an important resource that we're glad is moving forward. So let's just imagine a hypothetical patient so that uh, our listeners and I have a real clear sense of what, the, what we can expect a patient advocate to do. So imagine you have, um, oh, a typical patient who has diabetes and they smoke and they um, have some kidney trouble because of their diabetes and they've had a couple heart attacks and now they're hospitalized with a small stroke and we can add just because I'm a dermatologist, that they have a rash to go along with all this. Um, and uh, they, um, they, they're probably not in a condition to write down everything the doctor says, much less remember it all. And uh, there's certainly going to be a whole bunch of doctors involved. What would the patient advocate do uh, for somebody in this situation? Well, the patient advocate would, again, help the patient and their family understand the condition or the conditions that that patient has and maybe go to visit doctor's appointments with the patient so they could be clear on what the treatment is and what the protocols are uh, to help treat that patient and help the patient put that treatment plan into effect. Maybe really encourage them, motivate them to follow the treatment so that they can get better. Uh, The patient advocate might also you know, if the patient wanted to, if they weren't getting better, to help them maybe find some additional resources um, that they might be aware of, other specialists or different type of uh, treating, like someone maybe if someone needed to lose weight that was diabetic or or smoking, to help them get into a smoking cessation program or to work with a nutritionist to help them, you know, get their diet under control so they might be able to lose some weight you know, help connect them to the different resources that they need and really be the, really be that um, coach or cheerleader or encourager, empowerment person to really help the person um, understand the, the treatment plan and adhere to it. Yes, poor adherence is near and dear to my heart. Uh, and uh, it just uh, sometimes I, I mean... It may be a little off the mark, but, it's, you know, sometimes I think it's inappropriate to label somebody a non-compliant patient because uh, more often than not, it's probably redundant. Um, but ha- having a coach or cheerleader who can help with that, boy, that's, that's probably quite a skill to have. Um, as a physician, as, as a dermatologist, I feel that that's like 80% of my job, you know, 10% making the right diagnosis, 10% prescribing the right treatment, and the, re- the other 80% is getting patients to actually follow through. Is there, is there a way to learn how to, how to do that? Or, is, or do you, do, are patient advocates just naturally good at, at coaching and cheerleading? No, no, they, there's uh, definitely uh, courses that people take, you know, uh, motivational interviewing courses. There's uh, ways to identify patients for their readiness to change. So, again, it's um, helping, you know, the patient advocate is, has looked into uh, the different uh, tools that, that really will help a person uh, move forward. So it's, you know, definitely 
through professional development and education, that there's really a lot coming out today uh, to help engage patients and to help them be more in line with their care. Okay, well, I, I apologize if I, if I seem to be too focused on billing, but as you're describing all these resources and, and, and things, I'm thinking, well, how would a patient know how to pay for this, to get their insurance company to pay for it, to, you know, deal with the billing issues? Is, is that a separate billing advocate's job, or, or the patient advocate can help with those it, issues too? It can be a separate advocate. Um, sometimes, you know, in a, a, a patient advocate who is going to work on the clinical side might not have the expertise themselves, and they may contract, they may have someone within their practice or somebody um, that can um, assist them or has that knowledge maybe on their staff uh, be part of the team who would be the advocate, the uh, billing advocate. Having a patient advocate can be a very valuable tool for improving the outcomes of your health care. We're going to learn more about how to find a good patient advocate and how they're trained and certified on our program next week when Ann Llewellyn will be joining us again. I hope you've enjoyed our program today and we'll be back next time to hear more about patient advocates. Our theme music is by the incomparable Michael Zioli. Our show has been brought to you in part by Leo Pharma. Until next time, I do wish you the very best of health. Thanks for listening to the show today. Remember to go to DrScore.com to get and give feedback about your doctor and to read others' recommendations about doctors in your area. It's a way to choose your path to healthcare empowerment. That's D-R-S-C-O-R-E.com, DrScore.com. And we'll see you next week right here on Getting Better Healthcare.